Welcome to Champion Circle Podcast. We have a mandate to reach the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ because your life matters to God. Grab a Bible and get set to receive a personal word from the Lord as you listen to this timely and spirit-filled message. Here is today's message. Today is a covenant day of vengeance and doubles as a special anointing service. And one of the vital instruments of vengeance is the anointing. That shows by the anointing of today, every siege of hell over anyone's destiny will be swallowed up. If you are a believer in the house, let your amen show it. Hallelujah. So no one here this morning who is set for an encounter is permitted to go empty. God will be visiting us in the name of Jesus Christ. As we go by this morning, it's going to be an all-round prayer meeting. So when your own case comes, you can start praying. You are permitted. Praise the Lord. The year 2021 has been prophetically ordained a year of supernatural turnaround year. Praise the Lord. And this is made available to God's servant. You know, in Amos 3, 7, the Bible says, there is nothing I will do that I won't reveal to my servant. So, this is a revelation concerning you and I. Praise the Lord. And this month, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Reason why God will be shepherding us is to terminate the siege of want around everyone's destiny. But we are God is the one leading you. And yet, it looks like things are not working. Then God will have to change strategy. From leading to vengeance. Because whatever we corrupt the word of God in anyone's life, God has the capacity to preserve his word. So God will be stepping down to preserve his word in your life. And that is vengeance. Praise the Lord. But more often than not, until the God of vengeance shows up, the wicked may never give up. The wicked may never give up. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 11, the Bible says, because judgment do not come speedily, wickedness continues. Because the people doing evil around your life has not been brought to book, they persist and they continue to do evil. But the last one they did will be the last they will ever do. Because beginning from this moment, the God of vengeance will be stepping in. Those amens are sick. If you believe what we are saying here, let your amen begin to show. God uses vengeance, among other things, to enforce the delivery of his agenda, even in Egypt. God had an intention. He said, my people, I want them to go and serve me. But somebody said, no, I am holding them captive. That shows whatever won't let you serve God the way you would have desired to serve him. God will be judging them now. There are people here who have been saying, ah, how I wish. This musical instrument, I want to buy it. But in your heart, you know you have not even taken your breakfast. But it's in your heart to do but yet, you lack the capacity. Not because you are lazy. But the truth is that after this meeting, the God of vengeance is stepping in 
to swallow every manipulation around your destiny. God uses vengeance to liberate his people from bondage. Isaiah 63 verse 4. The Bible says, The day of vengeance is in my heart. Why? Because the year of my redeem has come. Now, what God is saying is that when it is your turn to enjoy a turn around and forces are holding you bound, God will show up to kill those forces. So whatever is holding anyone bound here this morning, that won't let you enjoy the turn around that heaven has ordained for you, I say the vengeance of God come upon them now. We must understand that it is our redemptive right to invoke vengeance upon the wicked. We may need to read quite a handful of scriptures this morning. In Luke, let's look at Psalm 7, verse 9 to 11. Psalm 7, verse 9 to 11. Hear what the Bible says. Oh, let the wickedness of who? Of the wicked do what? Are you there? Look at Psalm 7 verse 9. Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked do what? Because if the wickedness of the wicked doesn't come to an end, there is no way you can fulfill purpose. But so let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. But establish the just. For the righteous God tried the hearts and reigns. My defense is of God, which severed the upright in heart. Look at verse 11. God judges the righteous, and God is angry with who? With the wicked. How many days? So if you decree vengeance today, you are not out of place. Because God himself is angry with the wicked every day. How can you imagine? Some people were killed. And the owner of the bodies want to go and bury them. Then forces rise up again to go and kill those who want to bury the dead. And yet, if it happened, nothing will happen. Is that not wickedness? And you think God is sleeping? No. Hallelujah. As God releases his vengeance upon our enemies, then you discover that our supernatural turnaround package shall become open reality this year. The testimony of those young from we read this morning, an uncle in the village who doesn't know where the guy was living, suddenly appeared at 5 a.m. because he knew that it was over for him. It will be over for every afflictor in your life. I said, it will be over this moment. Any strong man in your family who has taken the place of God, God will dethrone them now. And I see God withdraw their fortress. Their source of strength shall be taken away from them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Listen to me. You can't pretend here. They are everywhere. Even in your family. They are there in my home. If it has not been God who was on our side. Let Israel say. You would have been swallowed up. But because they can't swallow you. They felt let us paralyze his operations. But after today, vengeance of God will answer. They are not afraid of you starting a project. But they can sit on it so that you won't complete. Fire will burn their bomb bomb. 
I said that bomb bomb they used to sit on your destiny. The fire of the Holy Ghost beginning from now. We burn them now in the name of Jesus Christ. If a grandmother can sit on the destiny of grandchild, then what are we talking about? Unless vengeance answer, they won't stop. Praise the Lord. So by the anointing today, the wickedness of the wicked shall come to an end in the life of everyone here present. He said it shall come to pass today, not another day. That the burden of wickedness shall be lifted up from upon your shoulder and the yoke from off your neck and the yoke shall be destroyed by the anointing. God said in his word, even in old age you see be bearing fruit. But they are saying in your old age it should be with tears and sorrow. Don't you think vengeance need to come speedily so that we can hand it well? Hallelujah. The day of vengeance. Because the reward of evil is not released speedily. People set their hearts to continue doing evil. God is stepping in now. Now, you need to understand three things. If you look at Nahum chapter 1, Praise the Lord. In the book of Nahum chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. I want you to, I want to quickly emphasize three things so that we understand. That we are serving the God of vengeance. Number one. Then two, this morning you need to understand the purpose of vengeance. Why are we talking about vengeance? Why are we talking about vengeance? Then when you know why vengeance, then you will understand why God must avenge on your behalf. Do you know that David said, Oh Lord, show up on my behalf because these people are too strong for me. Do you know that your enemies could be stronger than you if God didn't step in? <laughs> Maybe you don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Nahum chapter 1. Is there anybody there? Nahum chapter 1, verse 1 to 3. Yahweh, the Bible says, Bible says, the burden of Nineveh, the book of the vision of Nahum, the Elkoshite. God is jealous, and the Lord do what? Revenge it. The Lord revenge it, and is furious. The Lord will take vengeance on his adversaries. Now, when you identify with the shepherd, you have become one with God. So anyone who is against your life is against God. So God sees them as his own enemy. After this morning, every one of your enemies will become God's enemy. The implication is that God now will begin to deal with them directly in the name of Jesus Christ. He said, and he reserved what? Wrath for his enemies. The Lord is slow to hunger. We know him. He doesn't get angry. That's why many people take advantage of him. That is not seen. He's seen. Say, but he is great in what? In power. And will not at all do what? Acquit the wicked. So every wicked man or woman around your life will not go free. Because God said they will not be released free. Hear what he said. The Lord has his way in the whirlwind. That shows the wishes around your life. Let them go and fly on the tree. God will catch up with them there. And in the storm, and the clouds and the dust of his feet. So that shows there is no hiding place for them this season. There is no hiding place. 
there is no hiding place. They will not escape. In the name of Jesus Christ. So we need to understand that we serve a God who is a God of vengeance. In Romans chapter 12 verse 19, the Bible says, God is speaking there. It says, vengeance is mine and I will repay, say the Lord. I will repay, say the Lord. I will repay, say the Lord. I see God pay them back. I said, I see God pay them back in the name of Jesus Christ. The one thing we need to also understand is that God has specific days of vengeance. He has what? Specific days of vengeance. And today has been declared as what? As our covenant day of what? Of vengeance. That shows today is the day of vengeance. I said today is the day of vengeance. In the name of Jesus Christ. He said the day of vengeance is in my heart. Because the year of my redeem has come. So God has reserved today as a day of vengeance for every evil one around your destiny. Praise the Lord. Imagine somebody who is occupying a big post, not telling somebody who is just aspiring to come up. It's not as if he's coming to take your place. But people are just threatened unnecessarily. People doesn't celebrate prospects. They desire to kill prospects. Thinking in that their own destiny will be secured. There are people who will afflict other children's destiny, not for them, but to secure their own children's destiny. After this season, God will turn the table around against them in the name of Jesus Christ. So we need to understand that God is a just God. He has a good judgment of vengeance on purpose. He has reasons why he executes vengeance. And why is it Necessary for the wicked, your adversary, to be dealt with by God. Why? Do you know why they must be dealt with? There are many people in the hospital bed, even in the hospital, no diagnosis could point out to what is their issue. Because there are some wicked forces sitting upon their destiny. They will run tests, they will administer drugs, but none will function. Not because those people are quack, but because there is an invincible force somewhere manipulating the destiny of those people but after this morning the finger of god's vengeance will touch on their lives in the name of jesus christ is somebody ready this morning let's quickly look at some of the reasons why god must take vengeance praise the lord number one to react to and to reward the actions of the enemy. God will react to them. That is why is avenging on your behalf. God's vengeance is his reactions to the actions of your enemy. God's vengeance is what? Is the reactions of God to the actions of your enemy. God's vengeance is a platform for undoing what the enemy has done in anyone's life. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 32. Verse 35 says, we are running now. It's Deuteronomy 32, 35. To me belong a vengeance and recompense. Their food shall slide in due time. Somebody say in amen. For the day of their calamity is at hand. Please let your amen show you are with me oh. 
If you are not with God here this morning, you are against God. And if you are with God here, you make your amen to show. Because even in the church, we have enemies in the church. And I want to believe here this morning that there is no enemy of God here. If you are here, you make the biggest mistake of your life. The biggest mistake you will ever make is what you have made. I want to believe no one is here to tamper with anybody's destiny. But if by mistake you come, this will be the last operation you will carry out. So show that you are on God's side. God is no respecter of person. So I have no respect for person here this morning. Destinies must be rescued. We can't continue to live as slaves. When those who should be serving us will be in places. You better wake up. Hallelujah. Now, all those using manipulations, occultic powers, shams, in their wickedness to afflict your life, God is saying, I have come to reward their actions. Now, in your family, whoever has taken your name to any altar, that person and the priest who handled that name, they will be slain on the same altar. Now, in the next seven days, some of the afflictors of your destiny, you will hear news. So God reacts to and also reward the actions of the wicked. Via vengeance. God is both a God of mercy and of judgment. He can injure. If you look at that scripture, for time we won't read. 32 from 35 to 34. The Bible says, He can injure and heal. That shows everyone who has injured you, God will injure them and He will heal you. He said, He killeth and maketh alive. Anyone who plans to kill you, this is God will kill them and cause you to live. I said, they will cause you to live. You know why? God is both a lamb and a lion. They will not go free. I said, if it is my mother, it doesn't matter whether... You see, many people, they even use the breasts they give to you to cause you affliction. They use... Once they use their breasts to speak, it must stand. Because that same blood is flowing through them. Somebody was there and I told her, I said, you may not have known what happened. But because you are the one who give back to this young man, your blood, the blood he has flows through you. So, so the affliction that is in your root must flow to him. So now you will stand to break the flow and speak into the life of this young man. And he began to do. My wife is there. Before my mom gave up the ghost, she died in my hand. For two, for almost one week, she will be calling and to be speaking. It's mandatory. You have to speak. You have to speak. No one here will cause you, no one will cause you trouble and they will leave you in the midst of trouble and go. Everyone of such will carry their trouble. And if peradventure they have gone, their children will inherit the trouble. In the name of Jesus Christ. So why vengeance from God? For people to see the reward of righteousness. For people to see the reward of righteousness. In Isaiah, sorry, in Psalm 58, verse 3. Psalm 58, verse 3 to 10. The Bible says, The wicked are estranged from the womb. 
They go as well as soon as they born, speaking lies. That shows some of them inherited wickedness. And once they are born, they can't but do wickedness. Their poison is like the poison of serpents. Some, they are like friends, but when they spoil you behind, men will run. That's what God is saying. Their tongue is full of evil. They are like the deaf adder and stopped the ear, which will not hearken to the voice of charmers. Charming never so wisely. Break their teeth. God will break their teeth. Break their teeth, oh God, in their mouth. Break out the great teeth of the young lions, oh Lord. Let them melt away as waters, which run continually. When he bended his bow to shoot his arrows, let them be as caught into pieces. There are people, they stand in darkness and begin to shoot arrow into the open. You can't see them. Some even carry other people's faces to come and afflict you. And you'll be looking elsewhere and they are by your side. Every one of such frenemy. Uh, what's the name? Paul and Nietzsche call them frenemy. They look like friends, but yet they are enemy. Frenemy. Every one of such around your life, they will see shame this season. In the name of Jesus Christ. So God wants to deal with those who mock you to reward your righteousness. Now, God wants to tell them, this person is serving me. So God must step in to stop their work, to show that you are a righteous being. Have they not mocked you before? And he's going to church. He's even a member of winners, but he's not winning. In that church, they are prospering, but for him. And he's the one who carry Bible. So they have seen you as a sinner. When something is not working for you, they tell you you are not serving God acceptably. Whereas there are forces sitting on your service so that your reward won't come. Beginning from today, the vengeance of God will reach out to them. So God wants to prove to them that you are serving him. God wants to show people that living a righteous life pays. In your office, you will not compromise and you don't have result to show. People are now mocking you. But now when vengeance comes, God wants to prove to them that it's good to be honest. So God will judge them. Everyone who has manipulated your position in that office to rise. And it looked like you following after God and doing the right thing doesn't pay. After this meeting, God will overturn events. They will see shame while you enjoy rising. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why will God show vengeance? Number three. For the termination of controversies. For the termination of contradictions, conflicts. Look at Isaiah chapter 34 verse 5 to 8. What do we mean by controversies? Isaiah chapter 34 verse 5 to 8. Bible says, For my sword shall be bat in heaven. Behold, it shall come down upon Edomia and upon the people of my cause to judgment. The sword of the Lord is filled with blood as it is made with fat and fatness. Praise the Lord. Now let's go to verse 8. For it is the day of the Lord's vengeance and the year of recompense for the controversies in Zion. Do you know what controversies mean? You carry Bible going to church. People are now standing. Are you sure? He's a member of that church. You know, there is a controversy about your status, whether you're a believer or not. But if he's a believer, some things should be showing, but those things are not showing. If he's a believer, he should be carrying his children now. And 
is a controversy. But God says, I will step in with vengeance. And I will silence them. I thought somebody is saying, Amen. Amen. Now, there are people who deliberately test your Christianity <laughs> by going diabolical to see whether your church going can face their occultic power. They wanted to be, know, let's see whether it's a Christian. Because of you, they visit the Abalis. Any one mortal being who visited the Abalis or the Hocults, for your sake, they will not return. I said they will not return. They will not return. God will never allow them. No, God will not allow darkness to overcome light. So that controversy is there. They want to know whether he is a truly winner. He is truly, uh, he or she is a Christian. And they will do all manner of things in your direction. But this season, the God of vengeance is showing up. Anything that is controversial about your going to church, about your Christianity, God is saying, with my vengeance, I will swallow it up. Our lives will be showing color, but it looks like they are gloomy. It's a controversy. It's a controversy. You are in the beautiful gate, and yet you are lame. It's a controversy. It's a controversy. Our God is a fruitful God, but it looks like nothing is happening in our direction. It's a controversy. But God is saying, this season of my vengeance, this controversy will be laid to rest. If you believe, let your amen show you. Anything that is controversial about your going to church that the enemy is using against you. Is it lack? Is it poverty? Is it stagnation? Is it fruit of the womb? Beginning from today, the vengeance of God will give them an answer. You know, they don't understand the ways of God. Your delay may not necessarily be that God has God is not a point that God has disappointed you. God may be teaching you patience along the way. He may be teaching you endurance. But whatever is mocking your dealings with God, by reason of his vengeance, they will call them controversies. God will give them an answer. I said, God will give them an answer. In the name of Jesus Christ. You know in Psalm 126, the unbelievers, they were, they were, they were, they were so rapid in their, uh, with their hot trances. They are the first set of people to say, can you see them that they are happy? It's like God has visited them. Those are the unbelievers. And they now answer, yes, God has done great things for us. We are in, we are glad. What happened there was that God silenced the controversy. He visited his people with great testimony to the point that the mockers are the carriers of the good news. I pray for somebody here this morning. That everyone mocker around your life, they will become your forerunner. To carry your good news. To carry your testimony. Without you paying them, they will do it free of charge. I said, without you paying them, they will advertise it free of charge. In the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because in their closet, they are the one mocking you. The Bible said, those who love that Sarah, mocking her, mother of many nations. <laughs> Can you see? <laughs> How old is she now? She should be... Even the husband is about 10 years older than her. Uh, 10 years older. 
She's even at menopause. And she's the one shouting, mother of many nations. Mockery. Bible said, and the Lord remembers Sarah. Just as God is remembering somebody here. And the Lord visited Sarah. Just as he said he will do. And the moment God did that, the Bible said, those who loved at her, they returned to love with her. Can I prophesy to somebody's life? In that your neighborhood, in that marketplace, every individual who has mocked you, this year will not go. I said, this year will not go. God will humble them with your testimony. They will be the carrier of your good news. When people meet you and have to, ah, we had, you will be asking them, who told you? They said, is that your neighbor? Oh, you tell them, yeah, he's my errand boy. Yes. I didn't know, I don't need to pay him. He's their advertising agent. Everyone who have advertised your mockery, they will return before this year hands to announce your making. I said they will return by the force of the Holy Ghost to announce your making. In the name of Jesus Christ. Men always want to meet you where they left you. But this season, they will come your forerunner. To go and say, do you know? <laughs> Engineer Wale, do you know? That pastor Tola, do you know? And he has been saying it so that he's a multi-billionaire. But do you know? I will be paying their rent. Everyone mock off your destiny. They will be at your mercy. I said they will be at your mercy. I said they will be at your mercy. That is how God terminated the controversies via vengeance. Number four. Why vengeance? For the rescue, the healing, the deliverance and breakthrough of God's people. Look at Isaiah chapter 35, verses 3 to 10. Isaiah 35, 3 to 10. Strengthen ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. Say to them that of a fearful heart be strong. Now, do you know why God must avenge on your behalf? Your strength is small. Your strength is what? Is small. What the enemy has done has brought fear upon you. There are three people here this morning. Three. You have resigned to faith. Thinking, oh, let's just take it like that. There is no evil cross you will carry out of this place. It's not your cross. I said, you won't carry any evil cross beyond this thing. The same cross Jesus has carried, you are not permitted to carry. Barrenness is not your cross. Stagnation is not your cross. Failure, shame is not your cross. Reproach is not your cross. Stagnation is not your cross. Shame is not your cross. Every cross that Jesus carried, you will no longer carry. So you are dropping that cross here now. That is why God will step in with vengeance. Look at that scripture. Say, say to them that are fearful hearts, be strong, fear not. Behold, God will come. He will do what? God will come with vengeance. Now God is saying, don't be afraid because I am coming with vengeance. With the help of God, I preach the message. My father is coming. Hallelujah. My father is what? There was the story of this young boy. Perhaps he's in 
a boarding school. No, they usually have hours of visitation. Because the father wasn't that buoyant. Other children, their parents will come, you know, with lofty things. And they will be mocking this young boy. But you said your daddy is coming. The boy will tell them, my father told me he's coming. My father said what? He's coming. And, you know, they visit as time limits. And mockery, the boy now stood alone because other people, they are busy enjoying with their parents. Then all of a sudden, before the bell rang, the man they thought will not come. The boy, they have mocked that his father will not show up. But the boy keep telling them, my father is coming. Is somebody saying it with me this morning? My father is coming. Let me hear you. My father is coming. You are stagnated. Answer me. My father is coming. You are poor. Answer me now. My womb is here to be open. Answer me now. They are calling you dollars. Answer me now. Then all of a sudden, the man showed up. Do you know what happened? The moment the man showed up, every other person jettisoned what they were doing. It became the attraction. They were looking, and the boy started jumping. I told you, my father is coming. I told you, my father. And when the man came, he did not come alone. He came with bounties. Glorious things. And the boy, now what happened was that those guys have celebrated their father before. And their whole now became obsolete. Because it is my time. When it is your time and when your father show up, you are becoming the most current. Every other one that has gone become fading away. The boy said, I told you my father is coming. And as the man keep approaching the gate, the joy of the boy knows no limit. Somebody's joy will be restored here. Why? Because your father will come. I said, your father will arrive. He will arrive with what you are looking for. In the name of Jesus Christ. He told them, even God with a recompense, he will come and save you. Look at what happened in verse 5. Then the eyes of the blind be opened. Now, you need to understand this scripture. Praise the Lord. Now, there are people who have been blinded by wickedness. And they no longer see the goodness of God. When the God of vengeance comes, your eyes open. I said your eyes will open. Dryness will give way. Lack will disappear. When vengeance comes, the eyes will be restored. Dryness of satanic wickedness will be swallowed up. And the Bible tells us in that scripture, look at it, verse says, and the lame man leaps. <laughs> Why? Because he's leaping for joy. Because his father has arrived. That's just mockery can cripple destiny. And when vengeance comes, you begin to walk again. Somebody will walk again. By the visitation of your father this morning, you are walking again. In the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says, the tongue of the dumb sings. Do you know that when mockery is at the peak, you will lack word. What has shut your mouth in the midst of your family is mockery. When others are talking, they say, keep quiet. What do you have to say? Don't you, they're not born you. You will keep quiet. 
because you don't have what it takes to speak. After this meeting, God by his vengeance will empower your tongue. Maybe you don't understand. I said God by his vengeance will empower your tongue. Where you couldn't talk before, they will not take step until you have spoken. <laughs> the implication is that when God comes, you become relevant. I said when God comes, you become relevant. I am the last born in my family. Even though my billions is on the way, but they don't take decision until they call me. May somebody here become relevant. Vengeance makes one become relevant. And the dumb will begin to speak. I thought there are people in the house. Hear this. For in the wilderness shall water breaks forth. That shows when vengeance comes, dryness is swallowed up. As I when vengeance comes, dryness is swallowed up. Somebody's father is coming. Can you hear the sound of his arrival? Somebody jump on your feet. Shout, my father is coming. My father is coming. My father is coming. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. There are people who need to be laid to rest in your life so that you can enjoy rest. There are people who must be laid to rest so you can enjoy rest. Why? Because until they are laid to rest, your rest is not in view. There are young men who have capacity, but yet they are operating under spells. So they can't even explain why their life is the way they are. Vengeance we answer. Because when your father comes, your life takes a new shape. Now, hear this. Poverty and stagnation is not always as a result of lack of hard work. The Bible says the enemy has done this. There are people who have been laboring and they have nothing to show for it. One of the testimonies we did not read is, this young man is a welder. Having contracts. But every now and then when he carried his money to his house, he will wake up in the morning to discover that the money has disappeared. So because of that, he couldn't marry. Because nothing to as a man. One day, he was invited to Living Faith Church. And when he came, the only thing they gave to, to him was a pack by hospitality. So whatever you are given there is highly prophetic. If you are given drinks, and when you drink, your life takes a new shape. Don't think it's just an entertainment. Praise the Lord. And they gave him that pack. And he went home. And because the pack is like envelope. When he got to him, he said, okay. This one will look like envelope from living faith. This money that is even in my hand, let me keep it in the envelope. He now kept it in the envelope. He left it. So the following morning, when he woke up, he saw two big rats. Those long-mouthed rats. Two of them in front of the envelope. And they were dead there. Why? They want to carry the money as they used to do. Now, everyone around your life <laughs> who will return this night as they used to do, they will meet their Waterloo. Now, that spirit spouse that is disturbing you, you are here this morning, you can hear me. Unless God is not God, they will be dead at their returning. It did not end there. The two mounted rats died in front of the envelope. Then he received a call. 
from the village. Two of his uncles died that same period. Every one of your familiar, anyone who is linked with you, either by blood or by friendship, that is afflicting your life, it is not my grace. May the grace upon Bishop Oyedeko answer this morning. May they be confirmed dead. Now, tonight, this day is the day of killing. Those who must die for you to live will die. So, those two uncles died together. They are the rat that is afflicting the destiny. Even I think the man even married. He tried to marry. With the first three months, the wife was killed. The wife died. The wife died. What again? Before she now, when he came to living faith. You know, God said, this place is the beautiful place. Gates. We are every ugly situation. It is not man that is doing it. It is God who spoke it that is doing it. Whatever look ugly around you, this God of vengeance will penetrate your life in such a way that beauty will be restored. So, anyone responsible for affliction, for poverty, for barrenness, for dryness and struggling around your life, vengeance shall answer in their camp tonight. Imagine somebody coming like a goat in the night. You had that testimony to come and hit the guy. Thank God for grace. And in the morning, a human being came back with sore on his forehead. That, uh, that I am that goat, not me. You know that man. Uh-huh. Is that good? <laughs> Hallelujah. That is always coming in the night. There was another testimony like that. A woman, once she's pregnant, and the tummy grew, maybe the baby grew to like seven months. Imagine seven months. Somebody will appear in a dream, like a ram. And the ram will come and hit the tummy. No matter what this lady, the baby must come down. Now, it has, it was happening. Then all of a sudden, this person came to living faith and encountered God and she was given a mantle. And in that revelation that night, that same ram came. She remembered the mantle. She ran and put the mantle. And as the ram approached to hit the tummy again, a wall, unbroken wall, the rock of ages stepped in. And as the wall severed the two, the ram hit the rock. Then in the morning, the landlady appeared. With the neck broken. Everyone who has been tormenting your life. Their destiny will never gather again. Please. My daughter. Please forgive me. What happened? I didn't do anything. No. You did something. I did not do anything. No. I am that ram that usually appear. But when I appear overnight. A wall. No. And the neck broke. And instantly after she died. There was a lady. For 14 years, no issue. Who, is re- who was responsible? The mother. So the mother will come in the night. This, you know, the package as the father. Now, the mother will come, use the father of the guest man to sleep with the lady. And for 14 years, that affliction continued. Until one night. Until one day. Until this day. I said, until this day. I said, until this day. Unless God is not here. Anyone that has tampered with your life till date. 
until this day. One day is one day. And this is the day. It shall come to pass today. That that body shall be lifted up from upon your shoulder. And the yoke from off your neck. And the yoke shall be destroyed by the anointing. That person came again to sleep with her. The only thing she had with her was a mantle. And she just used the mantle to wipe the face. And the, that ugly being disappeared around 3 a.m. Then in the morning, the father called this girl. Come, oh, come, oh, come. I don't know what is wrong with your mother. Come and see your mom. Say, my mom, my mom, what happened? She jumped there. When she got there, you know, in the night, what did she use? Mantle to wipe the face. The face got burnt. She was not asking, ah, mommy, what happened? She says, around 3 a.m. 3 a.m. That's him. So, this same moment, every force of hell around your life that has been romancing your destiny and causing you to be stagnated, wherever they are, listen now, if they are in a church, they will see shame there. No, they, they can't enjoy covering. Wherever such is now, the hunger and the vengeance of God reach out to them there. now, if you look, it was the mother. The enemy of a man is at the people of his own house. Now, that same woman crippled the husband's work. The husband was an, maybe an MD in, in South Africa. She rubbished it. The man came back to Nigeria and turned to a gate man. The boy, the brother of that girl was in the US. Was, they had to, what did they do to themselves? They repatriate, or there's another name they used to you. They deported him like a pot and they sent him back to Nigeria. I think he was now a conductor. Can you and is the mother who did all of those things? And you say you will not pray. Whatever wants to make your life become a prey, the vengeance of them will pray on them this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number five. Why the vengeance of God? For the establishment of the fear of God in the land. Do you know that if God didn't step in, people will not fear God? Through your life, people will fear God this season. I said, through your life, people will fear God this season. In your family, in your office, in your neighborhood, even in the land, there are people who need to fear God. Have you not had people saying, Abba, fear God now? If that shows it's beyond human ability. They just release that person. There are people we will release to the devil. Yes. There are, God is a merciful God. But God knows men more than you do. He knew that some people will not change. So if you keep them, they will keep destroying many destiny. And everyone of such around your life will go today. As everyone of such will go today. Anyone of such will go today. In the name of Jesus Christ. So there are things that must happen around you for men to fear God. People have written you off. Then all of a sudden, God showed up. Men will fear God. I have told God before and I said, let people know through my life how you bring people out of the dunghill and set them upon the throne. Men that people have written off, God just stepping in. All of a sudden, they are now becoming enthroned. A prisoner coming out of prison to become a prime minister, then people will fear God. Through your life, they will fear God. For those who have written you off, now when God begins to rewrite your story, they will fear your God. 
those in your office who tells you that let us see how you will rise unless God is not God. I decree the removal of their seats. I declare their seat vacant by the force of the Holy Ghost. Anyone around you who is using positional power to torment your destiny, this season they will fear your God. So vengeance is a requirement for making people fear God. For making people fear God. Isaiah 59 verse 17 to 20. You know, Bible says, so shall they fear him from where? From the west. Verse 19. When the, well, when the waters of trouble comes your way like a flood, the Bible says the spirit of God will do what? We raise the standard against them. Praise the Lord. So, divine vengeance is a requirement for fearing God. Praise the Lord. We have about 12 points. We will take two and shut down. I've just mentioned some. Praise the Lord. Now, why will God show up on your behalf? Why will vengeance? For the lifting up of a standard against the flood of the enemy. Number six, for the lifting up of a standard against the flood of the enemy. Isaiah 59 verse 19. Now, God uses vengeance to tell the devil, stop there. Enough is enough. And for somebody here, God is saying, enough is enough. God is saying, enough is enough. And it will take God to arrest and bury the killers. So if it will take God to arrest and bury them, God will do it. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to Champion Circle Podcast. If this message has blessed you and you would like more information about Champion Circle, please visit us at championcircleblogspot.com. Make sure to subscribe, follow, review, comment, listen, download, and share Champion Circle Podcast. We leave you with this word from Act 2032. Now I entrust you to God, whose gracious truth is transformational and able to rebuild your character to be like Christ and give you the promised inheritance of eternal life, joining all those who are fully healed. See, See you next time. time.